classic meme of uh, it could have been an email or, yeah. or ideally not even that <laughs> um, yeah just don't speak to me <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Offscript by Hey Radio, a podcast for the tech community. My name is Josh Nesbitt and I run a software consultancy called Stack based in Leeds, as well as the Hey events and conferences. I'm joined today by my co-host James Hall, who runs an agency called Parallax, also based in Leeds. Today we're going to be talking about productivity and mental health. Hi Josh, how's your week going? Um, all right, thanks. It's been a bit of an interesting one. Obviously, it's getting um, getting darker, isn't it? So it is. <laughs> um, it's definitely getting um, harder to be motivated, I feel. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's as it gets closer to winter, everyone sort of loses motivation a little bit, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Close to Christmas, rather. But yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think um, getting up in the mornings is definitely harder. Um, I think, like, like yeah, I'm trying to keep fit and getting up when it's still dark and rainy, it's not It's not a motivator, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I was up early this morning doing PT, I think, for you as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just before you, actually. <laughs> so we're trying to, get, trying to get fit, aren't we? <laughs> well, yeah, just enough to keep me alive, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so interesting that leads on to the kind of topic for for today, which is productivity and mental health. Um, and the thing that kind of spurred me on to talk about this topic was um, kind of burnout and productivity. So um, you know, burnout when you're unproductive can be quite difficult to spot. I think um, that feeling of you know how can I be burnt out when I don't really feel like I'm being valuable. Um, particularly with the effect of the pandemic and obviously everything. I know, I know yeah. we keep going on about it, but yeah, yeah. it has had a, an impact. Um, and I think working from home, a lot of less, yeah. a lot less face time with people. I think that affects people quite a lot as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know we touched on it last time when we talked about leadership, but um, that window into people's lives and, and kind of what they're going through um, is more evident than ever before, really. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I guess... How how do you keep the mental energy high when you feel unvaluable or when you feel unproductive? So I'm possibly a little bit unusual, but I quite like time boxing everything. Yeah. I quite like the Pomodoro technique. Yes. I find I get energy from lots of little deadlines <laughs> almost. Yeah. Like it's basically where you have either 15 minutes on and then a, a few minutes off. Yeah. And... I feel like if I'm ticking things off in those little small increments, I feel like I can start to make progress and that gets my day going. Yeah. Also, being more manager-y, I end up in lots of meetings, so I have to find tasks that fit within pockets of time between meetings. Yeah. Whereas when I was more a programmer, you'd want large chunks of time to, to sort of do stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Um, yeah, for me, the checklist and ticking things off gets me going <laughs> i think it's it's a i don't mean i've always had a to-do list as well and um it, it's i don't know if it's kind of like an artificial thing i don't think it is it's kind of that reward of ticking something off isn't it but um i've always had a to-do list and uh, i've moved about through every app possible to find the right to-do list <laughs> yeah. oh what are you using at the moment i'm using things again ah, i'm I back on things yeah <laughs> i started with um i started with things um and then they they kind of um, they messed about a bit with trying to get the cloud sync functionality. They took ages and didn't really update the app that well. Yeah. Um, so I moved to Asana, um, which was great. But then they went down this whole team route. So try and collaborate on to-do lists with your teams. Yeah. 
And obviously, I'm I'm a one man band. So. Yeah, and they were going after Jira and the likes, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. So I started seeing all these like Jira kind of style workflows in my to do list, and I had to kind of had to abandon Asana and go back to things. But yeah, it's no, great. I love things. It's so it polished. feels very Macy. It's got it's yeah. got a nice slick Mac app and an iPhone app and stuff, hasn't it? And you can and, and most importantly, it works offline. Um, yeah. So I always had a thing, little things like in the supermarket <laughs> with shopping lists. Yeah, I couldn't see what I needed to get. <laughs> little things, which is not ideal, <laughs> no, especially in the Tesco's near me because it's a black box. I think there's a Faraday cage around the whole of the, the building or something. <laughs> when you're trying to keep your two meter distance from everyone as well, <laughs> yeah, it's difficult with a mask on. My, my glasses are <laughs> misted up. It's terrible. Does that contribute to your poor mental health? You think? <laughs> it, it absolutely did. It, it took me into a downward spiral. To be honest, it was a, it was quite a stressful scenario. Um, but no, it, you know, on a serious note, it is um, it is hard. I think so. You know, when when you're when you're at work and you might be feeling unproductive, I think I think you that itself is mentally exhausting, which can lead to that feeling of, of burnout, and it's quite it's quite a difficult cyclical thing. I think. Yeah, it is, um, and I think we've mentioned this in the past, but like some tasks don't feel productive by their nature, like replying to emails and yeah. stuff. It just feels like it's not get, work, is it? <laughs> getting through like the slog of stuff that you've got <laughs> yeah. to get through. Yeah. It's not like when you write a line of code and you're like, oh, that does a cool thing. And you <laughs> yeah. actually feel like you've accomplished something. An input uh, is an output. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, think, I think we said this last, uh, you were leaving after we'd record the last podcast actually. And, um, I was like, what's your day looking like? You're like, oh, mo- mostly meetings today. Uh, you're like, I'd love to get some work done. I was like, that is work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are at work in a meeting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It doesn't feel like work sometimes, though. It feels like sometimes yeah. you have meetings for meetings sake and it doesn't feel very productive. <laughs> yeah. I guess that discipline around uh, whether, you, you know, the, the classic meme of it uh, could have been an email or, yeah. or ideally not even that. <laughs> um, yeah. Just don't speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. James has been quite cagey at work lately. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think as well, social media is quite quite bad for this. Um, yeah. In particular, I I look on Twitter quite a lot and I, I feel unproductive when I look at other people's output and, and what they're, you know, sometimes you see a really valuable conversation happening and loads of discussion around it. And I just sometimes get a bit discouraged with why, why can't I instantly get that sort of conversation going? And it, that takes a lot of time to build upon social media that you don't really see. Yeah. And it's always easy to look at other people and go, oh, I wish I was like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And social media is also bad for that. Terrible um, for that. <laughs> um, but I try and avoid social media during the day as much as possible. Yeah. I've got a few apps. I'm using Motion for um, like work tasks at the oh, moment, yeah. which is pretty cool because it tries to schedule them in gaps between your meetings. Right, okay. Um, and it can also like help bunch meetings up together and stuff like that. Uh, but it's also got another uh, app, which is screen time, which is sort of figures out how long you spend in each tab. Right. And if you end up on YouTube, you can say, just let me on for this one video. <laughs> like if it's a tech video and right. it doesn't play on to the other ones and you don't get sucked down like the a rabbit hole. Of you. <laughs> yeah, YouTube, that's yeah. it. Uh, but they're a Y Combinator startup. But right. I, think, I think they're pretty cool. Um, and like all the all the apps and tech side of productivity and mental health is quite fascinating to me, like the headspaces and stuff. Yeah. Um, we're also working with a startup called Wellgood who are in this space. Right. Um, looking at basically employee mental health. But yeah, it's it's tricky because everyone's so individual and, and I think we're sort of talking from a a, a position of relative 
um, power in, in that I guess we don't have like any illnesses or like yeah. we don't have families to, to look after or like yeah, yeah. Uh, elderly relatives and stuff like we should be pretty happy right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, if you look at if you look at the de facto standard that everyone's being sold you know what what, what happiness is yeah there should yeah. be no stress at all right everything's but, fine but it's not really how it works out is it like no brain has another agenda sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, anxiety creeps in and all sorts of stuff plays plays on there uh, I think it's a good point there you know that kind of point of privilege in terms of general good health and um, you know we, we earn a decent salary in, in in the tech industry you know we've got lots of things that should contribute towards uh, good mental health I guess but yeah. it doesn't as you said it doesn't work like that does it yeah so your brain will not <laughs> respond to that <laughs> so you need to trick it by like lots of exercise or like to find a run is really good to sort of clear my head yeah that's yeah. really good when you've got lots and lots of things going on just yeah. run some tunes on and and then everything feels a little bit better <laughs> yeah i know that um quite a lot of people have taken to that for the past few years so that whole couch to five was it 5k or 10k couch remember. to 5k yeah that that's how me and tom got into it yeah um, so it's quite popular wasn't it and I think yeah. that was, was that a bbc thing or? i think it was yeah yeah you print out a little worksheet and I think there's an app now, isn't there? Is there? Oh, Couch to 5K good. app. Yeah. But yeah, um, and Strava for me is like that reward, that that tick. Yeah. So if I haven't logged it on Strava, have I actually done any exercise? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did, if you haven't shared it, is, did it even happen? <laughs> yeah, did I even eat that if I haven't posted it on Instagram? <laughs> um, so that's, that's sort of like a little reward. Like you see the kilometres per week go up and up and it feels good to, yeah. to sort of hit your goal. Tracking the miles. Yeah. I think, yeah, tracking, ticking things off, that, that's what makes my brain happy, I yeah. think. I think especially in more creative roles as well, um, not that, you know, for non-creative roles it's not not an issue, but I think for that creativity to, to feel like it's flowing, you need to tick things off, you need to see the output almost immediately, you need to craft away at something, um, yeah. which is why when you look at the kind of smaller tasks that you try and batch in between meetings and other tank things it's kind of like that doesn't quite feel as as good to me you yeah know, an email reply and the other thing about emails <laughs> and, and, and another thing <laughs> you know i think the the issue with email is that um just because you fire an email out to someone or, or some company there's already an expectation of a reply that you yeah know, so they're already demanding some of your time to to give them time back yeah, I do like that it's a slightly slower expectation, yeah. maybe yeah. a day or two. Um, some people are obviously on a slightly longer cycle than that. Yeah. But a Slack message is quite anxiety-filling if it's in a DM for me. Yes. Because it's only me that can respond to it. So I don't <laughs> like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I try and move all conversations into project-focused channels so everyone yeah. can have a, open. have a stab at the answer and it's not on me yeah. to answer it. <laughs> Yeah. I don't necessarily know or I'm busy or something else going on. Yeah, I think that's... I, I do think... Um, I don't know about you, but on, on Slack, I've got so many... And, and the UI is impossible to read where you've got DMs of similar people in lots of different messages. Oh, when the group DMs happen, oh, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but then why not just create a channel and work in the open? Yeah. You know, what, what needs to be private? What needs to be and direct? You, you can't mute a group DM either. No, it's hell. Not that I would do that to people that group DM me, but... <laughs> I don't think you can leave them either, though. No, I'd, like the, I'd like the option to leave them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not relevant to this. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unsubscribe. Um, yeah, because I think 
the way that I feel most productive is to just remove the blocker that I can as management and yeah. then get get the hell out of the way basically. Yeah. Otherwise if I'm if I'm required for lots and lots of things in a project, I will end up blocking the project. Yeah. Because I'm too too busy doing other things. It's like that, um we've talked a bit about it already, but you know, with with autonomy and with trying to remove single person dependencies, I think that's a really key point. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And reduces anxiety i suppose (laughs) no one wants to be the 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 single point of failure on something do they yeah no absolutely not um i think as well that point on on email it it definitely for me recently as well it's been unbearable in linkedin in linkedin messages where they also send you an email which is great (laughs) (laughs) but um people requesting can i just book in 15 minutes of your time obviously a lot of it's spam and crap but um I do think it's really important to prioritise the platforms and the mediums which you use to communicate with your most valuable people in your, yeah. not just at work even, just in your in your lives. Yeah, uh, I think WhatsApp's pretty bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's an absolute time sink. Oh, um, yeah. The amount of groups, and I enjoy it, but it just takes up probably a lot more time than we think. Yeah, you finish work and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go through the WhatsApp inbox. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Or you've been in a workshop all day and you check your WhatsApp and you've got like 300 missed messages. You're like, I can't catch up now. You just have to, you just have to sort of declare WhatsApp bankruptcy. You just tap into it to get rid of the notification and yeah. hope that no one said anything if any importance. <laughs> yeah. It's been really important. You're like, too long, didn't read. You know, can yeah, you just yeah. tell me what the summary is here? <laughs> you kind of need a, I hope as AI gets better, you can have that kind of a roll up of what the day's conversation Yeah, could you just summarise it for me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a really good app idea, actually. <laughs> yeah. It'll mostly just be, you know, 10 cat memes shared and um, a lot of kind of pointless banter. I could call it too long, didn't read as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now thinking about how that would be possible with like a WhatsApp app or integration yeah it's all included so quite interesting <laughs> anyway yeah <laughs> we digress <laughs> um so i guess kind of it's kind of back to what we talked about in that leadership conversation but in terms of getting out of that space of burnout and feeling that, that kind of lack of value and productivity how do we how do we turn it around is it a case that we need to create and fence off time for flow state again or is it that we just need to manage our time you know, maybe you have a really strict to-do list like you mentioned, and if you stray from that, maybe you log that on that so you can see where, you know, so it sounds like Motion or some similar apps are good at telling you when you're about to go down a time sink. Yeah, yeah. No, I th- think that's a really good idea. Um, for me, I with the Pomodoro thing, I, I draw little X's in my notebook, and right. then when I get interrupted, I do a little dash. So is that like a streak, essentially? Or, yeah, yeah, to try and get as many X's in a row as possible. Yeah. And the more you notice when you get interrupted, the more you'll try and prevent yourself getting interrupted, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's quite important for me because my mind's all over the place most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> Do you ever just um, sign out of all the things and, and just go offline? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's healthy sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, although I do feel like I need to be on hand in Slack for company stuff. Yeah. Which is something I need to get better at. I guess that if it's urgent, though, someone can call you yeah yeah which um i know it takes at least two rings to get through to you because you've got too much disturb on all the time yeah yeah but i kind of love that because and especially with some of the new introductions on um ios and mac os with the um 
you can declare different um, notification settings with different times. Oh, of day, can you? Can you? Oh, right, nice. So you can, you can. I've I've seen now, and on the new focus mode, you can add like a you can add a new mode for I'm coding, so only allow these notifications in this app. Yeah, um, and it seems to be you can you can trigger it when you. Uh, when you activate an app, so if you're in Sublime Text or VS Code, oh, that's cool. It can turn it on, which yeah, is, yeah. which seems like a good step in. But you have to spend like a day configuring it. That's the, <laughs> that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I have to play around with that definitely. Yeah, looks good. So one of the things that I've been doing to help recover from that feeling of burnout, and I think it has been just working a lot in general, but um, it's been trying to learn new skills or trying to focus on side projects. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you found that. I, I think you've been, you took up a cooking school, didn't you? I did a cooking class, yeah. A yeah. six-week cooking course, and that the profits went to charity. It's nice. a very nice thing to do. Who Who was that by? Uh, Leeds Cooking School. Nice. would recommend yeah. Um, but yeah, you've been picking up some side project stuff and you also love to cook as well. Yeah, also food related. I made a little kind of recipes blog. Um, it's the most lo-fi thing you'll ever see, <laughs> but it kind of kept me honest and, and kept me on a, on a routine. So just HTML into a into a sublime. Yeah. Oh, it was great because um, I, I, I was messing around with um, Eleventy. I think that's how you say it. Right. Because um, obviously we've tried all the static site generations. Uh, yeah, tools, yeah. but um, Hugo, yeah, or literally every yeah. one of them, <laughs> um, and I think I rewrote every one of them in every one of them as well, just to, <laughs> just to get the feel for it. Yeah, but um, no, it's it's nice, and then you get a bit of both, don't you? Because you do, you feels like you're doing coding, even though you're just writing Markdown. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's the first rule of writing your own blog. You have to spend a few days <laughs> setting up some sort of static site generator. <laughs> yeah, procrastination is yeah. key there. And then by the time you get around to writing the first post, you've lost all motivation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I need to pick up my medium, actually. I haven't done anything on that for a while. I think my last post was I compiled a, a SNES music emulator to JavaScript. I remember that, yeah. Using M-script, and, which is insane. But, but yeah. That, that's, a, that's a good little, well, not even little. It could be a massive project if you wanted it to be, couldn't it? So. Yeah, that was a hangover day just trying to... I think a hangover day is good for coding because it just keeps your mind off the hangover. And <laughs> yeah. you try... You just try stuff that you wouldn't usually, I think. Yeah, I, I think um, I think weird things can happen when you're hungover and coding. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, playing around with, I think it's Sonic Pi, um, which is Ruby-based um, sound generation. So oh, nice. It's like a sampler that you can augment in Ruby. Oh, you sort of live code. I think yeah. I've seen some videos of it before. It was, it was awesome. And when you're a little bit hungover, it's just really good because it satisfies the kind of audio-visual kind of thing. Nice mix between your DJing yeah. passion and yeah. programminess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to I try and do... Um, for the next Tei conference, I want to try and uh, do something where we take input from the environment and create kind of on the fly audio visuals that can play into it. Oh, amazing. Um, so maybe something with that. Yeah. Is, uh, is possible. I don't know if you've been to Beyond Teleron, but they do a thing where they sample the speakers that I are playing that, yeah. and then make it into like a song. It looks, it looks great. Yeah. I, I love that. I don't think I'm quite there yet, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's where I ripped the idea off. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely cool. I saw, um, I uh, saw so Mark Thiel actually just posted this um, I think yesterday. It's, it's this weekend just passed, hasn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah. It looked look fantastic. Yeah, I'm sad to have not been able to go. Yeah. He, he quite likes to drink, does Mark? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and, and also, I guess, um, the first real proper conference that most people are going to, you know, everyone's starting to open up again, go back to normal things. And yeah. Do you think that's going to improve people's mental health, more in-person events and things, or is it going to add to the anxiety of I th- missing out and not... 
<laughs> not <laughs> contribute. <laughs> okay. I think it'll do both. Um, yeah. Because I think, you know, me included, I think a lot of people aren't ready yet to be in um, in environments where there's a lot of people. Um, yeah. Although I was chatting to Phil Hawksworth, and he was saying, oh, I forget the um, I forget the conference. Sadly, I'll, I'll try and dig it out in the show notes. But um, he was saying, you know, it was a really respectful conference in terms of everyone was kind of urged to wear masks when moving. Um, they had um, badges that said, you know, I'd like you to keep your distance with me. Or yeah, nice. so I think that's quite a nice touch as people kind of understand where they're at with it. Yeah, I think people are being a lot more understanding and and mindful of other people. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, that makes sense, having the badges and stuff. Yeah, I like that idea. I think, because um, I'm thinking about a hybrid version for the conference next year, I'm really ready to get back into doing conferences again. Yeah, um, can I just get one that says, fuck off? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slack offline kind of emoji. Yeah, yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you've got a beer. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a few beers deep and yeah, like, yeah. That, that might get ripped off possibly. Yeah. But. That's what I feel like with networking. The first half hour of it for me is pure pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not naturally extrovert, I don't think. Yeah. And I don't like going talking to strangers. Yeah. Um, but then after a couple of beers, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just that you care less. <laughs> yeah. But um, I definitely had it. I went to um, Leeds International Festival event uh, when it was on a few months ago. And... I'd seen the organiser of it for the first time in a long time. And it caught me off guard because he was like, hi, how you doing? I was, I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't know how to engage with this again. Yeah, do I hug you? Or? Yeah, and then we, we, end, we settled on a handshake. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even that, I thought, I'm not sure how I feel about that at this point. But, um, yeah, I keep going in for awkward elbow bumps still, and then I'm yeah. not really, yeah, don't know. But it's kind of like when you're the minority again, uh, which I feel like in some circumstances, people still aren't having to yeah, masks so out. Yeah, so I've been going to restaurants, and I still wear my mask on the way in. Yeah. and no one else is doing that it no, appears the pandemic's gone now <laughs> we're done but I'm still a little bit apprehensive obviously yeah. because yeah yeah it's, it's weird isn't it and, and that's um, those kind of personal preferences I, I don't want to you know what's been really empowering for people I think is the decision on their own mental health to go I'm, I'm staying at home because I feel comfortable here and that's what I want to do yeah um, and that's why I think it's really important that we strike the balance as we start to open things up that if we're doing a hybrid conference, the hybrid version needs to be as, at least as good as the in-person. Yes. Um, so I saw with that event that I was chatting to Phil about, they, they sent delivery vouchers to people to have lunch at home. Oh, I like that. That's so nice. you're still included in the process. Yeah. I, I just think things like that are really important. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Um, I went to a park run the other day and they were talking about being mindful of people's space and just... Yeah, just not spitting and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty obvious things, but <laughs> <laughs> but I did notice that there's not there's not a lot of people coming to them anymore. There's like all the fast people are back, all the really keen runners are back, yeah. but the older people, the people that used to make my position in the park run look better, <laughs> are all <laughs> yeah. gone. Yeah. So I'm towards the end again. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I wonder if people people that are more vulnerable are just staying home and just mm. fed up with people not wearing masks and. That's the thing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of um, circumstances where that's taken out of your control. Uh, that that must be really detrimental to... Well, it, it absolutely is, isn't it? It's detrimental to people's mental health. Yeah, definitely. If they don't feel like they can get up and out and, yeah, yeah into town and stuff. And I think that's... Um, so in terms of, like, productivity and, and that, that kind of where you're at with the pandemic, I think there is a an interesting misnomer around productivity being physically somewhere. Um, I think the pandemic's done quite a good thing to proving remote working works. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I guess the, the thing that's 
question on quite a lot of people's minds at the moment is well, what does the transition back into normal look like um you know is it just a hybrid way of working forever now you know yeah and i know some companies are telling the line which is you must be in five days a week yeah some are saying we don't care yeah i think the companies that say you must be in five days a week are going to lose their stuff quite quickly yeah and that's an error <laughs> yeah. yeah so don't do that um yeah. But equally, encouraging people to come in and have that FaceTime. In-person workshops are really good fun. Yeah. It is nice to see people in real life. Yeah. Um, but it is also nice to put your washing on while you're at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that has made a huge difference, I think. Just, it, um, especially house tasks, yeah. Just like, just like, you know, while you're having lunch, just doing the dishwasher or something. Like, yeah, little which things. you wouldn't be able to do if you no. commuted home for lunch and did a task and yeah. went back in. It wouldn't make sense, would it? No, well, I remember when I used to, work, uh, used to commute to Manchester, that was, a, I think it was like an hour and a half each way. So that's three hours of my day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not an insignificant amount of time. Yeah, and and then you get you know get coughed on <laughs> in the in the train. It's not always the nicest experience, is it? Yeah, no, it's not. Um, yeah, the train makes me quite uncomfortable when it's absolutely rammed, which yeah. it was when I when I went on it recently. Um, and people don't care. No, they're not wearing masks. No, um, I think it's tricky as well because um, on the train I was back from London. Actually, uh, the train was over capacity because of um, cancellations and stuff. Yeah. So there's no masks. Every seat was busy standing up. Yeah. It's like, you know, I appreciate that there's always difficulties with transport and I know yeah. a lot of people working very hard to make things run smoothly, but... Yeah. I think strangely for me, the buses have been better. Like people yeah. wearing masks yeah. and spacing out a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's been quite good. Um, yeah. Been getting the 36 into town. <laughs> That's yeah. the posh one where Harry Gration is on the voiceover. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a little phone charger and stuff. It's quite nice. You get like one one byte faster Wi-Fi. On oh, it. yeah. <laughs> Wi-Fi that's slower than your 4G. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice it. thought, though. I saw that Airbnb is starting to verify Wi-Fi. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's good. Big news. Yeah, <laughs> so you could work from an Airbnb. Yeah, I we me and else went to um, to Cornwall for for a week, and just being by the sea and hearing the sea and going for a walk was uh, the best mental health thing I've done in yeah, yeah. this year, probably. Yeah. Well, one of our staff, he's from the Bahamas originally, and so he's going over Christmas to the Bahamas, nice. and bit part holiday part work and he, he did a trip to Bahamas before and, and worked it yeah bit of a time zone difference but it's just remote working yeah <laughs> but oh, with really nice sunshine a bit a, jealous yeah that, that's a fantastic idea <laughs> yeah so when's Parallax Bar uh, <laughs> Bar sorry yeah the Bahama uh, oh, office will be opening soon yeah <laughs> Bahamas sorry <laughs> yeah. yeah that's um that's a good little uh, remote office that yeah I'm yeah. into that yeah, well, we've got some people down south as well. I think I mentioned in a previous poddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can just work from anywhere. And people that do like to travel a bit, that's going to open up lots of opportunities for them, I think. Yeah, I, I do wonder whether that's, a, you know, because people are definitely focusing more on the mental health moving forward. I wonder if that, you know, is part of the way the market is at the moment. That kind of like, we'll, we'll give you some, some, some people are funding home office setups. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe that home office could be a remote home office yourself where you can just be, uh, what do they call them, the satellite offices where you can just go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Work by the beach for a week or something. Yeah. <laughs> so the way to solve your mental health and productivity issues is working by the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or ideally not working <laughs> by the beach. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a funny thing because um, one of the things I've noticed this year is the amount of leave that people have taken is nowhere near the Oh, no, process. some people haven't taken any holiday days. No. And that's really bad. 
Yeah, so I've actually had to force people to go, you, you actually can't come into work this week because yeah, you, yeah. you clearly need some time off. Because I think legally you do have to have a certain amount, but they, they reduced that, didn't they? And they allowed you to roll some over. It's quite complex, the rules, but yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> no, and what, um, what countries just passed that rule about you can't, um, bosses texting their staff out of outside of work and that is now finable? Yeah, well, France were quite heavy-handed on that early on, weren't they? Yeah. That's a, you can't check your company emails outside of work no. hours. Which is great. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> Unless you're chasing like a tender that has to close <laughs> on a Thursday evening. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's different when you run your own business, isn't it? And that expectation shouldn't be on your employees. Yes, it's tricky. Um, yeah, I think you have to put a lot of weight on your own shoulders if you're running a business. Mm. And you don't want to just pile that onto someone else. No. But that's the thing I think a lot of the time that happens, you know, it, there's a difference between empowering a team and putting that pressure and stress on them. Um, yeah. I think there's very different things, aren't they? Yeah. And I think you can easily tell the difference uh, when you see them face to face. I do feel it's quite difficult to gauge people's mood and stuff over Zoom. Yeah. Um, Especially, Especially if you've cameras got cameras off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. hard because it, uh, some people, when we when we went remote, never put cameras on. So you just think, well, that's their preference. That's okay. But some people who might always have the camera on, then they have them off. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, what's, Are you having a bad day? Yeah, or they just got out of the shower. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. hard to tell, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, mine's usually just been for a run, so I'm really sweaty and horrible. <laughs> it's not a good look for the camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a that's a good thing to kind of. I guess we're, we're we're almost at time, but you know, finish on in terms of looking for those visual cues and, and looking after each other. One thing that I've said to, to the team that I work with is, you know, as it does get darker and as as the kind of seasons change, you know, uh, seasonal affective disorder and everything yeah. is a thing. Um, how do you keep an eye on each other? And uh, I mean, what are you doing with your team to make sure we can? check in on them yeah i mean obviously we've got the one-to-ones which i've mentioned previously yeah there's a big old chat about the um seasonal affective disorder lamps that you can get i think yeah. a few of our staff have got those have you tried them i haven't well uh, i say i haven't but <laughs> i've seen one and there's if you go to is it brudding park they've got a room which is like a oh, sad really? lamp room almost oh, right. and it's like a fake sun and it's amazing oh, and you can just good. chill out in there yeah well i got at the start of the pandemic i got those um what are they called um, the, the kind of lights that make you look good on camera oh, or nice. make you good, as good as you could like a ring light <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. there's like um, there's some good ones from uh, Elgato I can't remember the name of the the, the spotlights um, but I'm still as miserable as well before <laughs> <laughs> miserable but better lit <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can see how miserable I am in high def <laughs> well yeah that's great <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have heard some of those aides do work um, I've been chatting to a few people and they said that they have really helped um, and some people are taking them into the office with them which is great oh um, nice so it's definitely you know like a lot of things it's not for everyone but I think it, some of those things can help yeah animals help as well I think yeah um, definitely my cat is ace <laughs> yeah. I mean Louis Louis swings both ways for me sometimes yeah, yeah. He, he makes me raging angry <laughs> sometimes the cause of your stress <laughs> but I think he's peacefully sleeping through the podcast today yeah. we've got a few woofs in previous episodes but today he's been yeah. quite chill yeah his mental health seems to be absolutely fine um, I mean he gets, he gets fed and he goes on walks so I don't think he's, he's too stressed out at the moment <laughs> ace um, but yeah but it's interesting actually that is a good point with the, the effects on people's 
um, and their, their pets' um, anxiety. Um, you know, raising Louis during lockdowns had an interesting um, effect on him being in the house a lot, I think. So yeah, yeah. I and think, not seeing other dogs and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not doing so many Russ. Yeah. It's <laughs> affecting. But and if, being on Zoom calls. And <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if it's affecting them, and it's obviously it's affecting well, us, yeah. and we need to probably pay attention to that. Yeah, definitely. So that's it for today's episode. A huge thank you for listening to Offscript by Hey Radio. Do check out the other Hey content online, as well as some of the fantastic work Parallax are doing over at parallax.co.uk. Hit subscribe to get more of this podcast content in the future and join us in a few weeks as we tackle our next topic. <laughs>